Hello and welcome to the podcast dedicated to bringing you godly insight on everyday issues and popular topics. My name is Angel Adell and I am the Concrete Rose. I'm your host today and I have a very interesting topic for you all today. I am joined by Danielle Bradley. Hey, hey guys, what's up? Also known as Danielle Sinead, the artist. Glad to be here today. Yes, that is my girl. I just met her at the Prophetic Conference. If you've been listening to the podcast, I'm at the Prophetic Conference here in Tallahassee, Florida. It has been phenomenal. And I met this beautiful woman of God. She's a minister. Uh, uh, she has a she throws events. She does um, works of God in every area, especially spoken word and YouTube. You can find her at Danielle, Danielle as Bradley. I will put that up for you all later on on IG where you can go to it. She's on YouTube, Facebook, and, uh, and Instagram. And we're joined by also Jasmine McDuffie, also known as Savvy. Hey, what's going on, guys? Man, I kind of lost my voice, you know, from uh, praising God, but hey, it's been a good thing. But y'all go ahead and follow me on Instagram uh, at official FTPNT or at YouTube for the people entertainment. All right. Now. So we're going to get right into the topic of today. So we're just going to have a short topic on how do you work in the ministry inside and outside of the church. We'll be right back as we get into it. But first, Jasmine has a question for Danielle that she is going to answer for us. And this is going to come with a little preface. So I'm going to bring it to y'all in just a second. this happen okay welcome back to coffee with the concrete rose so you all as you know we drink coffee but today we are drinking tea and it is tea with testimonies yes so as i'm sitting here with the girls and we're having tea together we started talking about how we came out of homosexuality and start going back into christ and the question came up and savvy has a question for danielle yeah, Danielle, so earlier when we were talking, you said that you came out of homosexuality. So what, you know, what drove you to, you know, come back into God? Yeah, I would say uh, the only thing that drove me was God. <laughs> um, and just a lot of encounters. There were a lot of times where I was just literally, guys, I would be sinning, hanging out with a girl, doing stuff I know I'm not supposed to be doing. And uh, I remember one particular situation. I was talking on the phone to a female, and um, she just randomly was like, we were at middle conversation, guys, serious. Like, like as we're talking right now, just imagine somebody busts out like, hey, like, you know, I feel like a demon. You remind me of an angel. And I was like, What? Like, what you smoke today? Like, you ain't bring me none? Like, you know, this was back then, you know. So, and I went back to it. I'm like, what did you say? And literally, she kept talking about the basketball game. I'm like, no, before that. She's like, yeah, we're going out tomorrow. So, almost like she didn't remember anything she said. And that was, I was like, that's really crazy. So, experiences like that. And then I had another time where I was actually with a young lady and my grandma had passed and I was sitting in her bathroom and I was with her for like years on and off and the spirit of the Lord was speaking to me so strong I've never heard the spirit of God well that's not true I've heard the spirit of God speak strong but um came to me in her bathroom and just was like I would have took you but and the spirit of the Lord came to me and was like I was going to take you but you wouldn't have been ready and I knew right then and there, like, something dropped in me. And it was like, I was like, oh, my goodness. I would have went to hell. Like, if I would have died, 
like I really truly went to hell so realizing that I'm like man god I can't I can't keep living like this and then me and the girl would we would just keep going back and forth we would argue all the time and like because I, I didn't want to make a decision I wanted to keep sinning and trying to you know you know believe I could praise God and you really can't serve two two masters you can't so I had to decide like am I going am I going to be in this gate thing for the rest of my life and if I am I'm going to go hard I'm going to be on shows I'm going to be like pushing this thing hard you know or am I going to live for God and you know knowing that honestly and cute and all bad and all like I'm not trying to go to hell for you I'm just, I just had to be I had a selfish moment I seriously had a selfish moment and it was like no and it's so much better in the kingdom and I had that realization like living for God is everything that I want plus more like it's everything I need plus more like man I, I want friends God's gonna bless me with friends like the desire to even have a husband God gave me a new desire like who I am now to even want to be married is like my friends would be like my old friends would have been like what stop playing so God brought that into me but it was just literally for me hitting rock bottom and seeing God completely change my life and getting closer to him and wanting to know that believing for a new hope I had a new hope and I think those things really drew me back to coming into God and people people really paid an aspect in me coming back to God you know they were showing they showed me love and God is love you know it was certain times that I did not need to hear I was going to hell I just needed to be be held and to know that So y'all heard it first from Danielle, but um, Danielle, you know, now that you said that it was like, okay, why are you being, why, why, how do we work in the ministry um, when it comes to um, coming out of that? And now you're working in the ministry, you're working in and out of church. How do you do that now? You know, so, and this is really um, pertaining to like, not only entrepreneurship, but your spiritual walk as well. So I'm savvy. What do you think? Well, how, how do we uh, work in the ministry? All right, um, I'm able to work in ministry with God because just a simple fact to know that I have someone that loves me, you know, deeper than anyone has ever loved me. Someone who loved me first and I could never love him as much as, you know, he loves me. That allows me to want to, you know, uh, work for God. You know, I live for God every day because of that. You know, there's no one that I've ever known that can ever make me feel this way. He makes me whole. He makes me complete. So whether I come out of, whether, whether I came out of homosexuality or if I would have came out of something else like being a prostitute, you know, uh, you know, bring a drug dealer, a crackhead. God loves uh, loves us all the same. So that's that's my take on it. What, what about you, Danielle? Yeah, I wanted to add on to that, Savvy. That's really good. I think um, something that got like really gave me a revelation on was that, um, you know, Eve bit the apple. You know, but I happened to bite the apple for me, and it happened to be homosexuality and lust. You know, you can bite the apple for you, and it could be you know stealing or or murdering. It could be something different. So we all take a you know a bite of the apple, just you know to think of it in that term as well. But knowing like. Is not necessarily coming out of homosexuality. Don't get me wrong, I'm not denying it, but it's coming out of a, a sin that I was really struggling with and, you know, identifying my life with that is more important to know that, like, God loves me. You know, like what Savvy was saying, knowing that the Lord loves me where I am and, and me choosing to say, no, I'm not going to live a sinful life regardless of what the sin is. That's what I decided to do. And it just happens to be that my sin was homosexuality. So... So, okay, now that you've come out of homosexuality, how does it work going into ministry or working outside of ministry and working for the Lord? Like, how do you translate all of um, that into working into and working for the Lord and 
that capacity where people are now holding you accountable. So I'm going to tell you, for me, when I came out and it was time for me to be dedicated into Christ, I was going into a period where I, I was kind of skeptical about if they would be able to accept me. Was this something that I wanted to do and be wholly into it? But as I kept going, I realized that, yes, this is something that, you know, as far as I was into the world, that is as far as I needed to be into this Christ thing. And that does mean being a part of a unified group that can help change my, my mindset, my thinking. I couldn't be part in part out and that was just really the root of it for me what do you think Danielle you know the first thing that I thought about was the scripture like at the he who um who has not sinned let him cast the first stone like that was not my thought I was not thinking like what are these people going to think you know me coming out of homosexuality and they you know they're going to judge me because I know we all have we all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God so with that mindset it's like yeah I know this is something I've struggled with but I wasn't really worried about what other people may have said about me because I was so focused on God and then me being focused on God he directs my paths like I That's always good. go to God for guidance yeah. so God if I'm going out, um, you know, to evangelize, if you tell me to pray for this person, I'm not thinking like, oh, I used to be homosexual, you know, being homosexuality. God, what do you want me to do? I'm thinking, God, I, you know, you told me to come out here to pray. What do you want me to pray for? You know, so with, with even that in mind, it's me realizing like I'm just God's vessel and he's right. just he's able to use me. So when it comes to ministry, you know, we talked earlier, but if you need me to sweep, God, you know, you just need me to sweep up a sweep. You know, it's not me thinking like, oh, dang, I'm an ex you know, sexual who's sweeping the church. It's like, no, I don't think like that. No, it's you're just a new I'm a, exactly you're, you're completely new. So it's me knowing that I'm serving God. And while I'm serving God, he's revealing things that's in my heart. So then may, things may still come up. We're like, all right, Danielle, well, you can't necessarily hang out with this particular person because she, you know, she may, if they're, if it's a girl who is struggling with homosexuality, I'm not going to try to go be buddy, buddy with her. Like, that's just not wise. So knowing that outside of the four walls of the church, that God is doing a work, God is doing a work, um, and, and people and in my life so um, I connect with people just as like anybody else would like hey what's your name nice to meet you and um, I'm led by the spirit so he may want me to lay hands on somebody I'll lay hands on somebody or or if I'm in a workplace like I used to work at Geico and there'd be times where the Lord would literally tell me to pray for um, a particular person and I would go ask them hey do you need prayer you know so I would always let the light of Christ shine in me and people would know you know they think they super they, they really used to think that I was super holy like really that's the, they didn't think I sinned because you know, I got to a point where I didn't desire to drink. I didn't want to smoke. I wouldn't hang out with certain people. So they really think that I was just perfect. I came out the womb like a nun. I just didn't wear no clothing. So like, you know, people have these these thoughts in the back of their mind, but it's not true. It's just I got to a point where God, where I pressed into his presence and became holy, you know, honestly, started living righteous, started living holy. So people were able to eat from my fruit of my lifestyle. So everything I do, my, my life is worship. So that's whether I'm in the marketplace or whether I'm at the church, I'm the same person. I, I like the I like the fact that you said your life is worship. It's not something that it made it was a differentiating factor for you. How was it for you, Jasmine? Uh, 
Um, for me, honestly, um, I'm more so, uh, well, I was more so like a hothead. So when I first came into, um, into God, I was just like, man, I wish somebody would say something to me. And be, hey, daddy, handle this. You know, God, handle this. You know, so um, that, that's more so how it was for me. So if anybody was to say anything in church, that was my mindset. I really didn't care. I was still going to be there. Yeah. And it's just like whatever. So um, that, that kind of kept, kept me more relationship over religion because I'm so anti-religious. It, it doesn't make any sense. But um, so, yeah, for me, so I'm the same person in and out of church as well i serve god you know in my private time and i take it corporate as well and serve god amongst the people oh, that's so good that's really good social media just get it for free just cutting my name out so this is this has been really powerful i just wanted to give you all a snippet of today a snippet today of just what it is to come out of um a life where you're not living your life for God and then just how it is to be able to go into living your life from God you've heard it from three different perspectives and this is just a snippet we're gonna get a little bit more into it as we go along but it's Friday and y'all we we're not gonna stick to the same platform but um, does anybody have anything else they want to say before we close out Yes, I have I have something for you so um, angel just like imagine I just see a person a young lady sitting there driving the car right now listening to this and you know she's struggling she's in a relationship with a girl um and she needs she needs some advice what would you say to her if someone was in a relationship with a girl and she was struggling with it i would say that um the struggle is a sign the struggle is a sign that this is is an uncomfortable position for you and that you are designed for something much more than that um it, it um you know when that struggle is a is taking you towards death and you and when i say death i mean that it's not giving you anything that's going to be positive that acceptance is not enough for you to be able to stay in that state what you're looking for is a life thing you're looking for something that's going to take you further in your life and so as you're looking for that you have you're listening to this for a reason it's by divine intervention that you're listening to this and therefore listen god loves you and he wants you he's been calling you call come forth you, uh, whatever whatever way get connected to someone that is of God get connected in a way that is with a, a body of people that are going to love on you that is what I would say that's good I just want to um, add on to that because you talked about um, um, well add on to the question you said earlier but you talked about ministry this is something that I want to just give guidelines for because I am a minister so um, you know I shun the barrier appearance of evil the Bible talks about shunning the barrier appearance of evil um, so our pastor always let, lets us know that um, you know sorry it's a happen <laughs> but to just um, make sure that whatever we do that is nowhere even it doesn't even look like evil so for me if i'm counseling somebody um when it comes to a girl i have to be vulnerable with you guys i may leave the door open 99 percent of the time i'm gonna leave the door open um, and that's the same thing for our pastor he's a married man you know so it, it for for him to shut the door and there are some cases you know but he would not leave the door um you know shut he would open it up to let people know like hey i'm having a conversation but just shunning the very appearance of evil and not necessarily riding in a car with a young female late at night you know how does that look for a pastor of course there are some you know situations but making sure you just always set yourself up for success in a good way so i would just say um you know if there's a young lady that comes into the church and she is struggling with that I may not go out and minister to her. I may have another minister minister to her because that's an area where I struggle. 
Amen. God is good. It's, it's, it's live over here, guys. It's live. It's Friday. Y'all know it's turn up time. So it's live. Yes. It's live. It's live. It's live. But um, I probably would not necessarily minister to that particular young lady because that's something that I, I did struggle with. And the enemy knows our weaknesses. So just being wise and always being ahead of him. So I wanted to go ahead and throw that out for ministry. And um, a, a nugget that I want to give myself is when you first come to God, don't expect to be perfect because you're, you're, you're not you're not ever going to be perfect. So if you keep saying, OK, I keep having these thoughts about this girl or, you know, or I'm still having sex with this person. I mean, yeah, you're going to try to change as you go along. But you have to remember that this is a marathon and not a sprint. So, you know, you're not you're not going to <laughs> silly. So you're not going to you know, it's not going to happen overnight. So it's, the more that you tap into God, the more that you learn to love him, the more that you learn, you know, how to be in his presence, the more he would change you. And you just wake up and say, hey, I don't even have a desire for women anymore. I want God more than these women. That's so that's a, that's a nugget for you guys. Oh, that's good. Y'all can't say y'all didn't hear it here first. So, guys, I just want to let y'all know we'll be back on Monday morning with Coffee with the Concrete Rose. Um, oh, Savvy just dropped a single. It's called Woe. Found it on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. I'm telling y'all, it is hot. And it's just for those, it's, for, it's a wonderful single. Just telling you, just keep your legs closed, ladies. <laughs> Honestly, keep your legs closed. Okay, let's go live with the snippet. I'm talking about when you, you add it. Oh, you can add it. You can add it. I, will, I will post it on my uh, Instagram just so that you all can be able to download it because this is an amazing single. She's going to post one of my, um, my spoken words too since you know. You know and I'm a plug, plug too. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> you already know. Everybody that comes, I'm giving you a spot because I appreciate oh. your dedication to God, but more so I appreciate you being so vulnerable before the people. Yeah, so, you want to poem for them real quick? I got a poem. Do I got a poem for him? You know, next time. You know, I'm going to come back. You know, you know. She said next time, guys. <laughs> I love you all, and I will talk to you all on Monday. Stay blessed. Have a safe weekend. And it's been real with the Concrete Rose. No, I'm right all right, say bye. Turn up, turn up. Love you guys. Danielle Shanae, the artist. Check me out. Danielle S. Bradley. Social media. Hey, this your girl, Savvy, man. Once again, check me out at IG. At official FTPENT, check out the YouTube for the people entertainment. Let's do this. Let's make music. Let's uh, reference God. All right. See y'all on Monday.